Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself, fresh off the plane from the United States of America. How you doing, Pete? What's going on? Yeah. The word isn't fresh, Chris. It's <laughs> tired, jet-lagged, chizabogged, and just feeling a little bit rough to be honest i keep on waking up with like massive night sweats and i've done a covid huh. check uh and and and, and i'm and i'm clear but I, I don't know what's wrong with me i'm just i'm just sweating oh God. uh but i'm i've i've had more sleep than i've had over the past couple of days and it, it's it's what i like about um autumn autumnal days uh, where i live is it's just always oh, lovely and crisp but the sun's shining at the same time so it's very much cardigan weather but it's it's a lovely pastoral scene in the wild fields of uh, Leon Sea in Southend. Cardigan <laughs> weather, I like that. I mean, October's my favourite month by far. Is that not? It's perfect in Japan. You've got the perfect weather, perfect mm. temperatures, leading into yeah. winter. It's beautiful. And of course, this is it. It's happened. We're one day after mm. Japan has opened for the first time in two and a mm. half years. Be happy, Pete. Be happy. Be happy. I'm I'm enjoying the celebrity nature, celebratory nature of every kind of creator that I enjoy uh, watching. They're all on Instagram. They're all on YouTube. Sort of going. Here's a little guide to Japan. If you want to come to Japan, come to Japan. Blah 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 blah. And it's it's really. Um, I know we were cynical about it a little bit earlier mm. on, but uh, it's it's really. It's it, I'm I'm really excited by it all. I'm really happy everyone is able to enjoy Japan. Yeah. I really am. Yeah, I'd appreciate it a lot more if you were here. I, I think I, know. Me I, too. I still don't. It feels like it doesn't. It's not open yet, right? And I don't think it will until I have a friend come over who couldn't come in. <laughs> uh, I I've got my friend Dave. Until I'm coming. supping on that coolish. <laughs> until I'm supping on that big uh, foil packet of coolish. It's not real, is it, Chris? It's not real until Pete <laughs> Donaldson's here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Correct. Japan's open. Things seem to be going well. I was in Tokyo yesterday and I saw at least two foreigners. I was like, wow, maybe they've just wow. arrived. Who knows? The possibilities are limitless now. I could have come anywhere, but yeah, yeah it's it's gone well. Um, I stuff. we have to be really excited about it. Um, someone wrote on Reddit that I wasn't happy or not happy enough about 
Japan being open. I don't know why right, I read okay, comments from okay. people. Oh man. Why? Do, why? Do, I mean, they. I mean, they're invariably. So I, I talk about this before, but like for the first time. So, so we do a wrestling podcast called Wrestle Me, and if if you're a lapsed fan of wrestling, or you don't know wrestling, or even if you do know wrestling, mm. um, my my friend Mark and me uh, do a show about wrestling. Now I don't know much about wrestling. He knows loads, and he basically educates me about it. And it's and because he's a funny fucker, it's really good, good fun, and. Um, so we started putting the shows up on YouTube, and so we started a YouTube pitch. A thousand subs, Whoa, thousand subs big money last moves. week. Whoa, well big money moves, uh, and uh, and so it's definitely moving the right direction. And the skill of our editor, who's called Banyabat, Michael Banyabat, he uh, he's, he's over in uh, Ireland, and he mm. he basically spends all the time arguing the toss with fair use um, with WWE and AEW, and he's he's able to sort of keep these videos up where other people couldn't. So that that is his major skill for me. I love that guy. Anyway. Um, but we're getting like fans who uh, are ex- discovering our content at the first time, like we've just created it. So we're basically <laughs> taking all the old podcasts, putting video to it, and sticking them up online. But it's footage that we recorded like fucking like, mm. you know, two years ago. Um, and these people are discovering it for the first time, and th- and they think like we've just started making it for them, and they've got going. Why aren't you guys bigger? Why aren't you got? Why are you guys not as big as this? Why are you not like? D- and and they and they and some of the comments are like really kind of broad. Like they're real fans of wrestling, but they've never heard what WrestleMe does, and so like they're really not familiar with our style at all. And and they frequently say stupid stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> you've, you, why are you watching this if you're not familiar with our product? But of course they're not because it's just new and, mm. and 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 a lack of familiarity you shouldn't take personally. I, I always think mm. so. Uh, yeah, because there's always new people coming in, and and that's always uh, that's. <laughs> That's always the issue, I think, with a lot of these comments. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, that's part of the reason the Abroad in Japan podcast is on YouTube, right? It would do well. Mm. I have to copyright strike about three people a week who do upload them and threaten legal action. The right, reason okay. I don't put them on YouTube is I I don't know if I'd be so open about my opinions. I don't think I'd be... I don't know. something nice about doing a podcast, not having to read comments, not having to read responses to my opinions. Yes, I read <laughs> oh, through the facts Oh, there's comments out there. Don't you worry about that. They you exist. Do, but you, you, you know, you don't have... They're not underneath the video. <laughs> I just feel like I could be a lot more open and blunt about things that in a way that mm. I just wouldn't do on YouTube. And that's one reason. <laughs> and that and the fact that when I do the podcast, I look like crap. I look like I've just fallen out of a yeah. wardrobe and I don't want right. to have to focus on how I look when I do a podcast and what I look like so that's another reason mm. it's on YouTube that's why Fair. our revenue is 30% of what it could be because we have <laughs> principles we don't need money do we Pete <laughs> yeah I mean every meeting I've had every meeting I've had in the last year they're going you just simply have to simplecast on YouTube shut up do shut it. up Chris doesn't want to read the comments <laughs> I don't want to read the comments do so- we'll do something when we're ready you pricks exactly that's what I shout that's Perfect. what I shout I do. Very good, Pete. Very good. But uh, <laughs> on to the story of the week. We've got one from Anthony. He says, Dear Priceless Pete and Cordial Chris, a big hello from mm. long-time listener and viewer, Anthony of Brisbane in sunny Queensland. I'd like to share a less than noble but still memorable trip I made to Japan in 2013. On my very first night, I'd landed in Narita, caught the train to Odawara, and just assumed that there would be another service available. There was not. 
as I had nowhere to stay. Oh, Odoara, that's like near Hakone, I think. It's kind mm. of like a village in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and I just assumed there'd be nowhere else. I had nowhere to stay. It was very late. I decided that I would just wander the streets around the station. I made it to Odoara Castle when it started to drizzle. No matter, I thought, I'll just head back now to the station. Yet what was a mere drizzle soon turned torrential. And before I had managed to make it a quarter of the way back, I had to find cover. No matter, I thought. It's 1am and I can just wait until the storm passes. <laughs> <laughs> no matter I'd assumed the rain would pass relatively quickly but it didn't and the rain and wind simply got stronger by 5.30 my only option seemed to be uh, to run the 3 kilometer gauntlet of rain and wind back to the station with 20 kilograms on my back for the first train when I stumbled oh. off at Hiroshima bleary eyed but full of optimism I got some food at a local stall where I happened to catch the news the panel of worried looking newscasters recounting the night's typhoon that had struck around Odawara I could only chuckle in disbelief that I'd stupidly ridden out the night in a typhoon. Nevertheless, I was thankful for the experience. Have you ever done something on travels in Japan that you were thankful for, but now laugh with disbelief at how you managed to escape scot-free? All the best, guys. Anthony, <laughs> the typhoon wizard. I mean, typhoons aren't that bad. Every every year we get hit by about four or five typhoons. And granted, people in like South Japan and uh, Okinawa and Kagoshima have got to worry. By the time it gets to Tokyo mm. and north of that, it's like a bit of rain and it's very anticlimactic given the uh, mm. like the, the the news the news forecast and all the doom and gloom that comes your way. But well done, Anthony. But when you find but when you find kind of like rain that strong it's the sort of rain that you just never get certainly in the UK like the sort of rain you get out east and, and, and sort of uh, sort of Central America and stuff it's it's like rain times ten isn't it it's like big rain times thick ten. drops endlessly drizzling <laughs> where it come from comes from we don't know but it certainly helps grow rice <laughs> It, yes, and what I find is Japan's rain, when it rains really hard, it mm. umbrellas are useless because the rain ricochets off the pavement and just splashes you from below. So umbrellas <laughs> are rubbish <laughs> in that sort of context. But, Good. Uh, have you ever done that though, Pete? Have you ever been somewhere and laughed in disbelief at how you managed to escape scot-free? Yeah, said it before, fell down some stairs, uh, a full flight of <laughs> stairs backwards uh, in, uh, in Shibuya. Uh, uh, the second trip I made to Japan and I looked up, as I looked up uh, at the bottom of a very gloomy stairwell uh, up at my friend who speaks no Japanese, is actually quite bad in a crisis uh, and never does anything for himself. We, you know, we always have to book every flight that, that he goes on. Uh, I just looked up <laughs> and I thought, He's not going to be able to call an ambulance. So, yeah, I, and I was bruised and battered, and I, re I recovered, um, you know, from drinking heavily over the past the next few days. But, uh, yeah, I recovered. You poor man. I, f I fell down yeah. the stairs, stairs once in, uh, in Seoul, in South Korea, and I had a limp for, like, two mm. months. And I didn't go to the doctors mm. once. And I've literally yesterday, I, I'm, I'm not in a good mood today, as you can tell, because I, I like nearly broke my toe yesterday. I went surfing uh, and it was good. I, I'm not that great at surfing, but it was fun. And surprisingly, mm. it wasn't the surfing that caught me out. It was me running like a dickhead down the beach with a surfboard. I like landed on my big toe somehow while I was running. Because when you have the surfboard, it's like strapped to your foot, right? So that if you fall off it. Right, okay. And I tripped over that landed on my big toe which bent over had this nasty crunch sound and then my foot mm. 
my my big toe went bright blue, and I've never seen that before. And I got very Ugh. very scared. I thought, Ugh. is this the bit where my toe needs to come off, and be amputated or something? And my foot's like twice the size now. But given I've got the boxing tournament in two months, yesterday, I'm trying to ramp up training, and now I can't barely stand. So I'm a little bit worried. But you did tell me that well, it should I mean, heal within a week, right? Because you've done things I mean, like this before. Well, I- Let's make this very clear. Dr. P. Um, if I am a doctor, I'm the sort of doctor who falls downstairs in Shibuya very rarely. <laughs> but, uh, but with sprains, you're usually all right. It's a few days and you, you're usually all right, unless it's a bad one. I, I, I've never seen a, a toe sprain before, uh, but I would say that um, you're going to have to do a boxing match uh, relatively soon uh, in Los Angeles. And you are. Uh, it's all about the feet. It's it all is, about balance. Yeah, yeah. And if your toe is absolutely buggered, you're not going to be able to train. Have you ever done... Boxing, because every time I look up boxing online, it's always someone from Sunderland or Newcastle teaching how to box. <laughs> it's like, is that what yeah, people do that, in yeah. Hartlepool, up that end of the world? Is that what yeah, everyone does? I, yeah, no, t- to be honest, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've never um, punched anything in anger. I did one of those punch, you know those, you know those uh, punch, you know the punch bags you sometimes see in kebab shops? Yeah. Those yeah. Boof things. And you measure how uh, strong you are. Uh, t- yeah. And uh, I did that once, and it was, it was very underwhelming. To be honest, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, If there was a machine that tested love, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Well, the love testing machine, those little sticks from the seventies. I did that. And it went, I was out with, um, I was out with Connor and Felix PewDiePie a few weeks mm. ago, and we did that. Each, each had a go on it. I think Connor won. I was very angry. And uh, so <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's a strong lad. Virile that Connor. young Connor he's, doing it. He's got the power of youth on his side. <laughs> Felix and I are both thirty-two. <laughs> Connor's like twenty-something bastard. Disgusting, um, shocking. Uh, now, Japan. but I very much enjoyed your big, your big uh, video and journey across Japan. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I only, only recently just sat down to bloody watch it. Uh, did you watch it all? Say yes. But I watched. Uh, I need to go back and watch the last. Ah, oh, there's always one. I very much enjoyed you touching up Ronald McDonald's. I saw <laughs> Dory. Sorry, Donald McDonald or uh, his his his, his <laughs> eyes. Very much, very enjoyable. The little twinkle in his eye. Yeah, no, the video <laughs> turned out really well. Actually, it was one of those situations. The video came out, and when you release a video on YouTube, it tells you right away how it like how it's performed within 30 minutes. Mm. And it was like 10 out of 10, terrible release. I was very sad. But it's risen up the ranks now. It's doing really well. Lots of people have watched it and um, lots of praise for the video and uh, a great job editing by uh, Paul, a chap from Essex, who's mm. from a place near where you are right now. Um, there you go. Yeah, it's it's really cool video, though, and I'm, I'm really proud of it. And uh, just it kind of helped me appreciate everything we did. And just mm. as it gets a bit boring by the halfway point, because it's just Connor and I on a bike, luckily American Pete turns up and throws a, a sort of... Throws an interesting dimension into the into the works, and he start. It was good actually. Pete just gave me loads of massages the entire time, so it was worth <laughs> it bringing him along. It's very much worth it. Um, but yeah, really cool trip. Really, really. Check it out, guys. If you haven't seen it, it's called "I Cycled 700 Kilometers Across Japan." I didn't put much effort yeah. into that title. Uh, now, <laughs> Japan is open, and uh, one place everyone goes when they come to Japan or live in Japan, is, of course, the convenience stores. And there's one convenience store in particular that is going to be very unique indeed, and it's in Hokkaido, and it's a chain that featured in the very video we just discussed. What is the convenience store, and what's going on, Pete? Fill us in. What's going down in Hokkaido? A convenience store, Chris, 
made of ice is being built <gasps> in Japan. Ice and it won't store. surprise you to learn it's being built in Hokkaido. <laughs> <laughs> the one place uh, where there's a frightening abundance of ice. And of course they do have like yeah, uh, Shuka- ice hotels and stuff as well in Hokkaido. Yes, they do. So can you sort of sleep in a you sort of sleep in a bed with a, like a, a thermal blanket or something <laughs> with a walrus in, a, in an ice hotel uh, <laughs> with walrus? <laughs> I think there's one place you can do it, and I looked at going once. Right, but then I was like, is that a good idea? Do I want to sleep on a I'll, block I'll of just, ice? I'll just roll over and my tongue will loll out my head, and I'll just get stuck to the stuck to the blooming uh, thing. That'll be the issue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They must they must have kind of uh, plans for if you get a body part stuck to the hotel wall, and and it's a hotel, so you could be getting sexy. You never know. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, a, a town called uh, Shimakapu, uh, a town located high in the mountains where the temperature can drop down to minus 30 degrees Celsius. That's minus 22 Fahrenheit. Um, thanks to those chilly conditions, uh, this town is going to have a convenience store made out of ice. It'll be a branch of Seiko Mart, the Hokkaido-based chain. It's a little bit like yeah, it's 7-Eleven mm. and, and like a department store, isn't it, I suppose? Um, and it's uh, basically going to sell regular Seiko Mart products, but it'll also have an ice chef counter. Uh, where the ice chef, presumably freezing his or her bollocks off, uh, <laughs> whether they have them or not, um, will will have special frozen yogurt desserts served in dishes made of ice. Uh, I guess if you're eating something out of a bowl made of ice, can you just throw it on the floor? <laughs> just go, there you well, go. Always finding ways to litter. <laughs> Unbelievable. Shocking yeah, I do, I mean, it's not necessarily littering. It's just Eat ice, it. isn't it? I suppose. Eat the but, ice. Yeah. Eat the ice. Um, Stick obviously, Shirakabu is, is all. It's all about like ski slopes and stuff like that. So um, hotel, uh, the hotel sort of district needs these little attractions to keep people interested and stuff. But um, it's going to be built on the grounds of Hoshino Resorts Tomamu Resort as part of its annual Ice Village event. I mean, it doesn't say that it's definitely going to be um, existing for the till the end of time. But well, I would just melt, very much it? like to get myself a little. A little uh, notable ice cream or maybe a, a steaming pork bun from one of the convenience stores in the middle of a freezing building. That'd be brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. It would be cool. I actually looked... At, I did... I have a, redova- a reservation to go to this place in February. Right. But then I think COVID kicked off. We cancelled it and it was a bit of a shit show. But yeah, this mm. this place, they build like an ice village. Yeah, a frozen shit mm. show. They build an ice village every year on this resort. Mm. It's about like two hours east of Sapporo. And it looks really cool, to be fair. And I can imagine mm. it's very, very busy indeed. But yeah, I, yeah. I'd check it out, though. That's pretty cool. It's got it's more than just a gimmick, probably. <laughs> it's uh, more than just a gimmick. I'm, I'm going to guess, uh, and again, I'm kind of worried about getting my tongue stuck to like a, a, a frozen block of ice. I mean, if you're if you're getting your tongue into a soup bowl that's frozen, it's <laughs> trouble, isn't it? It's bothersome. Worse still, say. if you bring a bucket of de-icer and just chuck it over the Seiko Mart, over the store, it'll melt before your very eyes, won't it? <laughs> it certainly would, yeah. You could, was. you could, like, bring in a super soaker <laughs> filled with, like, antifreeze and then just take down the whole the whole damn village. I don't know why I'm thinking yeah, of this. Exactly. Why do I want to create ice genocide? I don't know why I want to do that. Ice genocide. Good stuff. Oh, dear. Uh, but, yeah, no, check it out, guys. It should be open in February, and the resort is the Ooh. Hoshino Resort Tomamu. It's a really nice place. Yet to go, but it looks amazing. They've got these, like, two towers. Mm. It looks like something out of Lord of the Rings. It's pretty good. We'll be back yeah. in just a moment with the Fax Machine with your stories, comments, and questions. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. And we're back with the fax machine. What do we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Dawson? We got a message from Jack uh, from the United Kingdom. Hello, Oishi Chris and an economy class Pete. <laughs> I've been fueling my obsession uh, for Japan uh, by binge watching Midnight Diner. Ooh. My question for you is: Is Midnight Diner as popular in Japan as it is in other countries? Is it maybe like Japan's answer to Coronation Street? If not, then what programs are popular uh, as popular as that, uh, that that many people outside of Japan haven't heard of? With warm regards, Jack, United Kingdom. Is is it that popular? I mean, it's certainly famous for um, Western audiences, I suppose, because it's it's a it's quite an e- it's quite a very it's quite an easy concept, I suppose, isn't it? It's just watching like a man in a restaurant slowly cook a lump of chicken while solving really like <laughs> mediocre situations. I watched like two episodes. Mm. It was kind of cool, but it didn't like hook me enough to want to go back and watch it. I remember this guy was yeah. like. The, the chef is like, I can cook anything, anything your heart desires. And the guy's like, oh, mm. chicken and rice. And he's like, I can do that. And he just gets like a chicken breast, <laughs> chops it up and sticks it on some rice. And it's like, fuck me, I could pull that off, honestly. But the, the concept behind the diner is it only opens at midnight, right? And it's in Shinjuku somewhere. Right. Everyone's gone to yeah. a snack bar. They've gone drinking four different bars. And this is the last place they go on their night out. Um, but okay, it's, right. it's kind of like, it's 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 very... I don't know, mundane. It's not that popular in Japan, mundane. though. It's called Shinya Shokudo right. in, uh, in in Japanese. Shinya means like late night, and Shokudo means like a restaurant. And uh, okay, yeah, I don't think it's that popular here. Really. I haven't really heard of anyone watching it. Like Japan's answer to Coronation mm. Street would be like one of these rubbish daytime drama shows where it's like set in the Edo era in like the 1600s, but because they've got no mm. budget, it's just set 
in a room with some tatami mats and some shoji sliding doors <laughs> and some very reasonably priced actors getting really disappointed and upset about again mundane <laughs> things like someone right, okay. fell over and broke the garden I don't know I, it's always on in the background If when I go into a Japanese hotel I stick on the TV and just have it on in the background to keep me like sane keep me mm. thinking mm. And, and forgetting about mm. the horrors of existence I have it on and I'm always <laughs> like of existence. Well, I'm always just in awe of just how mundane it is what's happening on yeah. on the TV and uh, it's always very badly lit Oh, that's that's my main takeaway. There's no cinematography, but then again, there isn't in Coronation Street either. Uh, we got one in from Denton from Rhode Island. He says, "Hello, Chris and Pete. This is Denton from Rhode Island. I've booked my flight for my first trip to Japan. However, as this is my first time ever travelling abroad, I've realised I've no idea what I'm doing. I'm not talking about the big things like booking accommodation. I'm thinking, what are the little things that travellers fail to consider when coming to Japan? Thank you for your insights, guys. Denton from Rhode Island. Uh, that's Denton mm. there from Rhode Island. And uh, I... Any ideas, Pete? I'd, like little things no travellers fail to consider no idea fail to consider the heat always the yeah. heat always the heat always um, uh, how close you are to toilets always uh, it's always <laughs> little things like um, s- uh, uh, sleep um, sleep getting up sort of balance sort of getting on to Japan time very quickly that's true. I think that's that, that that's a big one as well and it's not something you can game out necessarily with uh, your friend of mine booze and fags um, <laughs> it's 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 you've really got to have a good think about and, and it's also making peace with the fact that you're always you're not always going to be awake when everyone else is awake I think that's a, that's a big one as well and managing your hotels uh, to that end as well kind of mm. working out late checkouts early arrivals and stuff and those gaps between hotels where you're like you're arriving two hours before the hotel opens and you've just left the last hotel that's always a little bit of a dead zone when you're absolutely yeah. hanging but that's exactly what um, uh, what love hotels are for so mm. yeah maybe I've just solved that in one fell swoop I mean I, I don't really know I'd say just make sure you have a means to navigate your way around Japan and for that all you need is Google Maps mm. so as long as you've got yeah. a SIM card or anything any access to the internet like at any time that's the main thing because without even like living here 10 years without Google Maps I'd be well and truly stuffed while travelling around mm. Tokyo or Osaka or Kyoto um, other than that though Japan like people have been asking me what are the main changes the main differences now that Japan's opened and there isn't really that many Tokyo looks a little bit different Shibuya's way more built up and uh, a lot of old buildings have gone like the old Sega yeah Arcade or uh, the uh, Harajuku Station or the Nakagin Capsule Tower. Begrudgingly, disappointingly, it's gone now. Uh, but, like, yeah, Japan is actually quite good to travel around these days because they spend so much money on hotels and whatnot that there's just so much more capacity now and there's a lot more English. Mm. So, yeah, I really don't think there's much to worry about. I think Japan one of the easiest places to travel around. We've got one here from Nin, from New York City. He says, I, Affable Chris, an animated P, I recently saw in Paolo's video that it was a struggle to get a car in Okinawa because most of the rentals were sold during the pandemic. Do you know if this is the ah. case in the rest of Japan? Uh, wish you guys the best, Nin, from New York City. Most of the rentals were sold. I mean, I was in Okinawa. We didn't have any problems getting a car that I remember. So, no. Mm. I don't know. I don't even what know what that means. What do, what do you mean they sold what the rentals? The... They got rid of the car. Well, I guess if, if you've got a rental company that um, relies massively on an influx of tourists, mm. presumably if you're sitting on a load of cars that you yeah, know, need I to suppose. be decommissioned or sold off, you're, kind of, you're sitting on all that capital. And, and if you need to free up money... 
you can't mm. really sell a car, I suppose. It's a fascinating little little quirk of the pandemic I'd never really thought of. Um, what what is by the way? Because I've got I've become very excited at the uh, uh, opportunity of uh, driving in Japan oh, because I have recently driven on the wrong side of the road with a left hand drive car, all that stuff. You know, all that all that good stuff. Um, I will say that driving from uh, Seattle down to Los Angeles uh, on a hangover every single day <laughs> was a lot less fun than I thought it was going to be. But also um, we had this kind of SUV. This Kia that was um, it was just get in a lane and it would stick to the lane it would just kind of like it would just sort of stick like a like a magnet oh. it would do like uh, it would do like um, uh, it would I think it's called lane assist or something where it would just sit in a lane and it would just take the take the turns for you a little bit um, well, I've never seen that before in my life but it sure makes things a lot easier typical isn't it Pete Dawson can't drive for most of his life he finally gets behind the wheel yep. of a car and the car's like fuck you don't technology now we don't need yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> But like you'd be sat at a traffic light, and the car in front of you will pull off, and uh, you'll get a little uh, a little beep on the uh, on the on the car. It'll say the car ahead has just has just pulled off, which is um, yeah, it's incredible, incredible technology. Incredible. How are they doing that then? Incredible. It's pretty Wild. cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know the technology behind that. I remember the first time I got behind a good yeah. car, the wheel of a good car in the UK. I rented like an Audi A6. Mm. I felt very badass. I can't even say the word badass fucking hell and uh, it, it like it would break the car for me it would like stop and there was one point when I I don't know what I was doing but I was I very nearly hit the back of a car in front and the Audi A6 like stops it just like broke and I didn't know I didn't even know that technology existed within the car until that very moment right and after that I was a lot more reckless because I was like the car will save the day I can do whatever I want hit the throttle (laughs) drive wherever I want the car will save me but yeah technology's come a long way I find Japanese cars are still a little bit behind like German cars Mm. have a lot more tech like that in them and American cars Mm. Japanese cars are a bit more conservative and don't want to run the risk of implementing those sort of implementing that sort of tech I think um, yeah, okay. But we'll it's see. Risk averse kind of thing. Yeah, you know what it's like here. They want to make sure it's reliable, as reliable as possible mm. before they roll it out. But uh, yeah. So if you come to Japan, you can have the thrill of driving a car and not having any lane assist whatsoever, having to do it the old fashioned way using eyes, mm. ears, and hands on a wheel. It's not, it's not mm. it's the good old days. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Come Japan. Keep the stories, questions, comments coming in to Born Japan Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week, guys, do over again. But for now, no matter where you might be, out in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days. We'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Born Japan Podcast. Bye for now. Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 